Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon. He's producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, you know what, Brother Bry, there's a lot going on. I want to get to the schedule release in the NFL. The bit, most of the games, 98% come tomorrow, but there have been some uh, that leaked out already. NBA, NHL playoffs, baseball, we're going to talk. But I do want to clear something up. Uh, last Against All Odds episode, I reported I ran into a big fan of the show, um, AJ, right? Is that his name, Harry? Yeah. AJ? Yeah. He, AJ actually had taken Harry to a uh, steakhouse in Arizona. He talked about what a big fan he was. And then he mentioned that that time he took Harry out um, at the end of the meal, Harry tried to order an entree to go. And then Harry defended himself saying he brought back the, the leftover steak, um, which he, well, you know, which, so with what he didn't order anything extra, which was dubious that he would have any leftover steak, but then he changed his tune. And what'd you say, Harry, that, you, you, it just didn't happen and he's misinformed yes. or something. Yeah. yeah. I just, I didn't, I didn't, I've never ordered double entree in my life. All right. But then you did say that you would bring, you've brought Angie home stuff and a lot, like maybe not for you. I don't know. But anyway, AJ wrote in cousin yeah. Sal against all odds at gmail.com. I gotta be honest. We got three, um, three pretty serious emails about Harry coming in. Wow. He writes, um, Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. So great running into you last night in Silver Lake. I wanted to email in to clear the air and send Harry a beer battered olive branch. Okay. Harry was a delight during dinner. However, it is curious that the server never asked any of the other three folks at the meal if they wanted anything to go. Yes, that was your claim that they, he asked the server asked you uh, only you. And when's the last time anyway, a server came up to you after dessert and asked if you wanted another meal. That's a really good question. Harry. I don't think that's ever. Is that what happened? He says, uh, he says we were never offended by the gesture. We took it as a power move and we went to Duke. We could afford the extra entree. This ain't UNC Tate foot in the bill. Regardless, since that fateful night, Harry has been the consummate gentleman still messages me every once in a while, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I would hate for Harry to think I'm talking smack about him because I would never be so mean. Such a great guy as an olive branch. I'd love to take you guys out to Arthur J. Oh, that's fun. The next time he's in town, hedging is for gardeners. AJ. Okay, Harry. That's nice. Very nice. Oh, I had a great time with those guys. What a blast. <laughs> You're oh, like, oh, how far can I take this? <laughs> There's another one though. All right. Thanks, AJ. Uh, well, I'm glad that's all straightened out. You're the man, this AJ. is from, uh, Christopher Carter. Is it the, is this the hall of fame wide receiver? I don't know. Maybe it is. Um, good afternoon against all odds crew. I'll be brief. Is Harry quietly quitting the podcast, all the vacations. And now this extra points video on May 9th yesterday is just extra pathetic. I support the <laughs> podcast and watch all his videos to completion, but it is the toughest 30 to 45 seconds of my day. I'm not kidding. It takes a lot of personal resolve to not click out of the videos before they finish. Wow. Maybe time to have a serious talk with Harry on air. Of course, all the best Christopher <laughs> Carter. I don't even remember. I think you were Yikes. lying on your stomach. Your, oh. uh, your eyes were half open. I don't remember yesterday's. What was it? Yesterday I was having a rough time, even though, you know, uh, my eyes were bothering me, but what about last week when I, I've actually 
Bruce Springsteen on a video of mine giving out a pick. I mean, who's doing that? <laughs> That's true. Not many people doing I, that. I, All I, right, I, take Bruce, it back. Bruce responded. Come on. taking away your eyesight yeah all right well there you go that's uh those are our emails cousins al against the lots at gmail.com you're having a hard time keeping your eyes open. don't you always wear sunglasses i do but i I, I should probably be wearing them today my eyes are still bothering Mm. me i don't know it's one of these things well you okay you know sal when we did race to 10 last night he the way he was laying it looked like he was about to fall asleep at any point he said he said said his left eye was bothering him for whatever reason his left eye i I have no idea it feels like somebody punched me in the eye like my (laughs) My socket hurts, and then I didn't do anything. Socket hurts. Parley kid, you taught health. You teach health. What what's going on? Yeah, what, what is me, um? What is that condition when it feels like your eye socket has been punched, but no one's <laughs> touched you in uh, months? Well, <laughs> Harry does have some it? of the worst allergies we've ever seen. So I don't know. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right, does, right, Good does. point, Dave. He's allergic to winning bets, I think, right now. No, we won yesterday. He, yeah, we, we did. did. Uh, you mentioned, Bri, our race to 10. We won 11-5. It was 9 nothing. Good guys. We had Denver to score 10 before the Suns. It was 9 nothing, and then we celebrated, right? We were all like, oh, this is easy. Mm. Have we ever won 10 nothing? We talked about how we were going to spend the money. Harry yep. was... Uh, contemplating taking a trip abroad and then the Suns went on a five nothing run and uh and we're like oh boy one more possession we're screwed here and sure enough we put it away we won 11 five scott michio super fan gets 50 bucks it was that easy all right probably kid three in a row right not bad (laughs) <laughs> three and oh, trying to like the Yankees, Sal. Right? Three in a row. We're back. Out? Yeah. We're back. Well, you I, I, could be four in a row be, today, right? No, three in a four, row. This could be three in a row. No, my bad. Three. This could be three. Three would be as many wins as the A's have all year, I think. Right? We'll get to the we'll get to the <laughs> Yankees. Taking care of now. business, baby. Five as, two. Uh, Five two. For the rest of the game, Denver smokes uh, the Suns one eighteen one hundred two. They take a three two lead now. Uh, they are minus four twenty five to win that series. Jokic. In the pregame, gave a, a basketball and half a hug to Suns owner Matt Ishbia and then whispered in his ear, I will break you. And he did. <laughs> he had a uh, triple-double, 29, 13, and 12. I had that combined with Denver to win, so that was plus 186. Don't worry, I'll get to the part where I lost a ton of money on Sixers and uh, Celtics, brother Brian and I. But, mm. but anyway, um, I don't know. Denver just kind of coasted. They lost the lead for a, a minute. I think they were down like 48, 47, but then they went up 24 and the they're going to be tough to take down at home, Bri. They're six and zero in the playoffs at home at Ball Arena. Yeah, they're great at home. I don't know. I I do think this is probably. I like Phoenix at home in the next game, but I do think yeah, it's it's hard to go against them at home. I mean, Jokic. Is there anybody who's more consistent at being great in these games? I mean, it's yeah. it's very it's rare. Point. It's mm. very rare for him to have a bad game. I mean, he was he was excellent again last night. But yeah, they they're going to be very very tough to beat at home for sure. Sure. By the way, I don't know what the bar mm. is for that to be most consistent in these playoff games. What do you have to put together? Like a, a game and a quarter of uh, not <laughs> shit in the bed. Like, I don't know. These guys, well, these guys all over Booker the place. has been great up until the second Booker been great too, but second even half, that, second half even that, time. Harry, I was like under 31 and a half. Booker seems high because, uh, and by the way, I, I get a million picks wrong, but um, yeah. So now it comes back to Phoenix. Are you going to go to game six? No, I'm not going to go to game six because I don't have faith in this Phoenix team. 
Uh, eight and again, yeah. I, I know I've been, I'm ripping eight and left and right, but again, he you was, don't have sight either, so that's gonna be hard to get him walking <laughs> around. Know, yeah. Very hard. I, but he, he, Aiden's been terrible. He's probably not gonna be on the team next year. I don't blame Phoenix mm. if they don't sign him. Uh, he's been awful, and Jokic is not being able to do whatever he wants. And KD again, last year got swept as a net. Uh, wouldn't have any rings if he didn't go to Golden State and Slash Brothers. And listen, he has not been that good in the playoffs. Five games this year in the playoffs. He's had five turnovers or more and wasn't great last night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think this is about right for this. Uh, I'm with Bri. It's it's a home series, and I think it'll go seven. And I just hope um, Bri and I don't get sucked into betting um, tens of thousands of dollars on Denver in game seven. Oh, you know we what will. Happens then. Oh, we will. Uh, all right. Well, earlier on, this is what killed us. It really, I've been, neither of us wanted to show up for race to 10 after this. The Sixers crushed the Celtics 115-103. Brother Brian and I were all over the Celtics money line. I think we had it paired with Denver. They were pathetic, the Celtics. Really I bad. never felt good about them. The crowd didn't really have a chance to get involved. Al Horford looked like he hadn't played in years. He took seven shots, all threes, not one of them <laughs> close to going in. It was like a celebrity all-star game. It's like, ah, just let uh, DJ Khaled shoot. And he's having fun. <laughs> and that, that's what I felt like with Al Harford. Uh, MB 33 and seven, Harden with a double-double. Now the Sixers one, six are one game away from advancing. They're only, um, only though, minus 180, Parley kid. Uh, what do you think of that line, first of all? I don't know. The Celtics, uh, I think that line, I, I think it's fair, Sal. I, I, I think yeah. that's a fair line. Uh, we'll see what the Celtics do with their backs against the wall now. Uh, they've been hard to watch. Uh, obviously, maybe, you know, their coach last year was an exceptional coach. Uh, maybe this uh, coach right now yeah. seems a little bit over his head uh, in these moments. Uh, Doc Rivers, say what you want. He's pretty darn good. Uh, and Harden's been really good in the playoffs here, too, for the Sixers. Been real good. And uh, the Sixers are deep. One thing that you have to realize is, when like Tobias Harris is like your fourth or fifth best player, that's pretty mm -hmm. good. That's pretty good. Right. Like he is a very solid player. So Sixers are better than I think we give them credit for. I just mm -hmm. think maybe we don't like the Sixers that much, and we just kind of yeah. are hoping they go away. But they look like the better. They look like the better team right now. So they look like the better. I team. I don't know why. Yeah, you're right. Why do we keep doing this, Brian? You and I are more upset than actual Celtics fans, friends that we hate. Um, well, we should just be enjoying this whole sec, uh, Sixers thing. Plus, it makes our friend Alec miserable, too, because he hates the Sixers. But, um, yeah, it might be the coaching parlay, kid. Brian and I were talking. We're all talking about how lazy the Celtics look. They just look like they don't want anything. And look, listen to this stat from at second spectrum. James Harden and Tyrese Maxey ran a combined 53 pick and rolls and scored 1.15 points per play. That's an incredible amount that's that's insane and so i don't know if that's coaching bry or if that's uh, what that is but how do you fall i don't yeah. this is now game five that shouldn't be happening in game five should it yeah i mean it definitely has to be somewhat of coaching because i was saying like i've said that it's even before yesterday that's why i'm, I'm mad at myself because I put so much on the Celtics, but the effort by the Celtics going back to the last series is it's just mm. bad and it's bad from the start you can tell right away i will say granted 76ers have done a great job. Hey, let's let Horford shoot who can't shoot. Let's let Marcus Smart shoot all the time because he's willing to keep shooting if he's wide open. They, they, these guys are have chances for easy twos, and they're pulling them back out and just, you know, bricking. I mean, uh, 
who was Brogdon? Brogdon too. Brogdon yesterday was all I'm awful. I mean, how many times did he have to hit the back of the rim? Yeah, like just a line drive on these shots. He's had so one good game in the series. So it's been it's been frustrating. I mean, you're putting a lot you're putting a lot on Tatum. I mean, Brown, you know, his numbers are there, but there's still something, I don't know, something with Brown. I his effort. Well, it was a flawed well, team, right? Even weird. last year was a flawed team. They overachieved, right? Like you bring up Brogdon, Harry, that that you know, like they didn't didn't have a point guard, and it was obvious in the finals yeah. against the Warriors. I uh, can't believe they made it that far. But okay, we got Brogdon now. It's like, all right, but we also have Al Hawford, who's really, really just done scoring and came through for them in big spots uh, last year. And that's not happening. But Harry, they're seven and seven now, the Celtics in the playoffs. And when we did our last podcast, or even as of late as yesterday morning, they were the favorites at plus 165 to win the whole thing. Team that's seven and seven. Yeah, maybe banking on what, like you said, Sal, what they did last year. But uh, this Philadelphia team, you get a game like you got out of Embiid last night, and Harden's going to have his double-double, close to a triple-double, and you get somebody else to step it up. Darren Sky Maxey did a job, did the job last night with 30 points. They can beat anybody in the Sixer team. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. And the odds are fluctuating. It's crazy. It really is. There was many as four teams were installed as the favorite on Caesar. So Boston, like I said, was favored to win the NBA title yesterday morning. They lost. And then that made the Lakers the favorite because they're up three to one. They're in most control of their series. Right now on Caesars, the Nuggets are in the top spot at three to one. Well, actually, along with the Lakers, they're both three to one. Mm. Uh, I just uh, can't believe we have 39 more days of this. I mean, eventually, (laughs) Paul, kid, promise me eventually they're going to get down to two teams that don't look atrocious every other game. Can we? Is that possible? I, I, that's no, that there's mean? no guarantees, Sal. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, <laughs> one team that hasn't stepped it up is uh, your Knicks. You, Bry, Michael, Jerry Ferrara, Babyface Joel Solomon, your collective Knicks. Uh, three and a half point favorite. 209 and a half is the over under versus Miami. They're back in the garden. The Heat are up 3 1. They're minus 950 to advance. Uh, listen, uh, good news for you. I've been ice cold, except for the Jokic Denver stuff. I'm taking Miami plus 140. I look at that game too and how well the Knicks had to play to win. And now they're looking at a must win and then two more. And I just don't, I just don't think they have it in them. I think Brunson, even though he's coming off a good game and I know you guys have him in player props, I think he needs to score 40 and Barrett would have to be great. And Randall can't be a turnover machine. It's asking a lot at this point. And the, the heat just wear you down. I now like this team to come out of the East and I think they take care of business at plus odds tonight and all the celebrities go home angry. They'll, you know, they'll forget about it before the town car pulls up on uh, 31st and 8th or whatever it is at the garden. But I'm taking uh, Miami plus 140. You're more hopeful about Brunson and the big game, Parley Kid. I am, Sal. I'm going to be taking him over two and a half threes at a plus number. I don't have it in front. I know it's plus one oh six. Is it? Yeah, yeah, plus one oh six. That sounds right. Um, yeah, look, I the, for the Knicks to win this game, like you said, I think Brunson needs to have a big game. That's it. Uh, I was looking for the uh, Julius Randle uh, prop Ugh. of how many times he actually sprints down a floor uh, under. No. I was going to take under a half because <laughs> watch zero. the game to watch <laughs> the game. And you tell me if Randall ever sprints down a floor. Right. He is got I'm I I I'm there's some Nick defenders of Randall, like because he puts up the numbers sometimes. Yeah. But his body language at times and his hustle. Mm. And then after the other game, the, the game the other night, maybe they just want it more. Uh, you're, you you want to be the leader of this team. 
act like it. But you know what? Brunson's the leader of this team. Brunson will yeah. lead the way tonight. He'll have a big game. I can see him getting off to a little slow start. Knicks win this, though. I think they put some pressure on the Heat. Having to win game six, then, that's, that's, look, maybe it's just more wishful thinking, though, Sal. It might be. Maybe. All right, your brother, Brother Bry, is uh, with you with the Brunson prop. He thinks it gets it uh, going early. That's Harry. Oh, that's Harry. Oh, it is? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, your brother Harry. Your brother Harry thinks it's going to happen. All right, Harry, over six and a half uh, first quarter points. Yeah, that's a fun one. (laughs) Minus 142. Down 3-1. New York needs a spark at home. I don't see that coming from Randall. Brunson leads his team in scoring in the playoffs by actually six points more than Barrett, who's second on the team. Darren, I, th- I, I agree with you on the, on the Brunson stuff, except that he does get off to a good start. First quarter yep. for Brunson, he forces the tempo early, and he goes over six and a half points. I like it. Quarter. All right. I have something similar for player prop in the night game. The thing that worries me, Bri, for a Knicks fan, should worry them, aside from just the, just not getting anything out of Randall. And Parley Kid, I, I just watched back. There is a highlight of Randall sprinting off the court at halftime. The buzzer just sounded <laughs> in the second quarter, so you're wrong there. But my, my point, uh, Butler, not even in the conversation much anymore. He's putting up numbers that are good for a star, right? 27, 28, and 25 right. in the last three games against the Knicks. What if he busts out for a 42 or four? Then then what are you looking at, right? It's like mm-hmm. if 42 against Milwaukee, had 56 against Milwaukee. So that's something to worry about too. But anyway, uh, you're staying away from a lot of these I'm, stars. And you're yeah, going I'm K- staying K- away. Martin. Look, I'm, I'm nervous about this Knicks game. I, look, I, ju- yeah. I just want to, at this point, I think all Knicks fans are like, just get us to a game six. That's all, we, that's all we're asking for this season. Right. Just get us to a game six. We can't go down five games here. But I'm nervous. I don't, I don't trust us offensively. But I'm going Caleb Martin over four and a half rebounds, uh, minus 119. Mm-hmm. To me, and probably could probably thinks the same, I'm sure. But the most impressive player on the floor to me in this series has been Caleb Martin, at least from expectations. The guy is all over the place defensively. He's kind of a freak athlete. Like, Ridiculous. Like he's only six. I looked, I was like, he's only six five, but he plays like he's, he looks like he's six eight, like really right. long out there. And the thing is, he can defend anyone on the yeah. Knicks. That's the problem. He can defend any, mm-hmm. you can put him on anyone and they're putting him on Brunson, which is causing a problem yeah. for Brunson right now. But I'm going over four and that really has nothing to do with me going over four and a half rebounds, but like average 4.8 on the season. He's picked it up to five and a half rebounds in the playoffs. He's had five or more rebounds in six of his last seven playoff games. And the way the Knicks have just been shooting the ball, uh, there's plenty of shots to be rebounded here and he's games but yeah martin to me has been um if you're a, if you're a miami fan you just love the way that this guy's playing all right that's a fun except, one yeah, except I mean, when he, except when he cheated the other day and he um he got the flagrant foul when he put his foot under brunson but that was such an old school oh, old yeah. school um a-hole move can i yeah you know, th- there's a lot of people. I meant to talk about this on extra points yesterday, but a lot of people crying about charge calls lately, and mm-hmm. how I-, I just feel like we're getting soft as fans. If you don't like a charge call, I mean, this is a this is a human being getting in the way of a freight train of a guy who's like six ten with the ball, yep, with the purpose of getting to the rim, and we're like, oh, screw that guy. He was his heel was off the ground by a millimeter right. and so the, we should change the game and the rules around it's like and i get when people say well no he's coming underneath them and it's dangerous and then just getting set i know 
But it's such a close. I, I don't know. I'd much rather see someone take a charge or, or effort like that than just uh, 14 threes in a row. Right, Parley Kid? Yeah, look, that's the effort you want to see. Uh, yeah, because like you're saying, like the, the three ball can be like a lazy man's game, right? Like a, we're just yeah. we're just going to settle for threes because it's easy. It's comfortable uh, when uh, you, you like to see some guys take the ball to the hoop and other guys defensively uh, step in and uh, take a charge. My son Christian uh, took a, probably led the state in charges a couple of years ago, just really? stepping in, taking it like a man. That's it. But it makes me think, um, finally, you raised a man. I mean, wow, about time. Uh, no, uh, it, it makes me think I'm and we're in the minority rooting for like tough nose plays like this. Like, oh, maybe everybody just does like the three and wants to see this stupid lollipop basketball that we're watching every night. Go ahead, no, Harry. and that's what, what look, oh, okay. for as much as I don't like the heat, I so appreciate the way they're playing. They're yeah. playing, they're playing at a level. Like the defensively, the intensity they play every single possession on the defensive side is something to watch. It, it's incredible. And just guys giving good effort. Now, some of that might be, again, a little fresher legs. Some of these guys have some fresh legs on the heat, it seems like, uh, mm-hmm. compared to the Knicks who've logged a lot of minutes this year. Uh, but they just they have a good plan in place. And Coach uh, Spolstra just demands that they get after it. And they do. Yeah. They get after it. I, I, I respect the heck out of this Miami team. The, the Heat are seven and two straight up in the playoffs, and they have held the Knicks uh, 101 or less in three of the four games. But Sal, I agree with you too. I don't think we see enough charges taken. Or yeah. you know, I don't see enough of it. In, I get it. It's a tough call, and you're going to go to the monitor more times than not to sure. see if he's outside the semicircle, whatever you have to do. But um, but I, man, I think it's it's a ballsy. It's like, oh my god, that, that's <laughs> you want to know who's trying that guy, whether, mm-hmm. whether he was moving or not. He's like trying to prevent points, right? Right. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, Babyface, what what are your thoughts on this? No, I mean you guys are spot on. Also, the the Knicks are lucky this wasn't a sweep. I, I don't know. I think this series was over when the Knicks fans were celebrating game two. Like they just won the series and Jimmy Butler was just taking it all in. I mean, they, they'll win on the road. They've won in the bubble. Like they, he just doesn't care. I think they want, they want to send them home tonight. So you uh, like this heat team and the Spolstra, like, yeah, you were, you were saying yesterday uh, offline, you were talking about how Spolstra and like, they don't panic. They're kind of like built like a football team kind of. Yeah. I didn't even understand it when you were saying it, but maybe you can clear it up. It's just like a next man up culture. Like they really are. They're like a basketball team. That's next man up. They built a culture there, almost like a football team. And I I don't know. They're, they're built for the play. They really are playing better than anybody. Yep. All right. Uh, And yet the Warriors Lakers, that's the talked about series uh, between the two Warriors, seven and a half. Point favorite 226 is the over under. The Lakers are up three to one. And what we say the Warriors were now, I forgot. I, I haven't looked at it, but what did I give that out? Plus three, plus, plus 390. Three, right. Yeah, that that's right? what it originally was. Is it still that? I feel like it, that might, would be it for, might have come down yeah, so, a little bit. So they'd have to win three in a row here. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll pull it up in a second. Now it's gone away. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I think we all feel the same way. If, um, yeah, I'm not going to say the NBA is going to fix a game, but if they want anything to go six and seven games, they want this one, right? Yep. yep. And the Warriors have gotten in their own way. Uh, Curry was very unselfish last game, right? You know, rebounds, assists, great passes that you've never seen from him or anybody. I think he needs to put the points up, right? I think he's seen the stat 
about, you know, how with 50 seconds left in a one or two point game, he's like, oh, for 14. I think it's going to start to get to him. And I think they have to get off to an early start. I know you agree with this, uh, Brother Bry, because on extra points, you talked about the early start. Golden State uh, adjusted line could be a blowout if they get off good. Yep. And I'm going Curry over seven and a half, much like Harry with the Brunson pick. I'm going Curry over seven and a half first quarter points at minus 117. He averages 7.3 in like 125 yep. playoff games. So I'm betting on him to exceed his average in a game that they're going to want to get out fast in, right? He has seven or more in five of the last eight playoff games. Um, game one versus the Lakers, he had 10. You know, it's three or four made baskets if you could break it down. It could be two threes and a couple of free throws. You all know how to count to eight. I think he gets there. Curry <laughs> over seven and a half. Uh, kid, you go and Clay Thompson, another disappointment down the stretch. Well, that's um, all. Yeah, I'm taking four. Clay over yeah. four and a half three pointers at minus 103. Hmm. Uh, and if, in the uh, opening of the series, he was on fire, uh, eclipsing this number. Uh, what do you have? Six in one game, and yeah, eight or nine in, in, in another. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering that, but it was something like that. In his last game, I look. I always like these guys to bounce back after a poor performance. Forty-one minutes the other night, abysmal numbers from Clay. His mm. three ball was missing. He kind of went missing. I expect a big game from Clay Thompson tonight. He gets it going early. He goes over the four and a half at basically even odds. When they play Monday, did they play? Was that their game Monday? I, I had them I had a string on a parlay of like players to score 15 or 20 points. I had him to get 15. He had, wow. uh, well, you know, and then you get into the thing where if it's a blowout, he's sitting out, which was the case, right? They got blown out and he sat like the last six minutes. I'm watching with Archie as like, He's like, what are you worried about? You have a whole quarter and three minutes left to get two points. And I was like, watch. I'm telling you, if he gets another basket, he was shooting so poorly. <laughs> so It's going to be his last. Sure enough, he ended up with 15. Uh, <laughs> Harry, you went under green threes. Good job by you. He went over one and your player prop the other day. Now over 22 and a half points, rebounds and assists for Draymond. Yeah, at minus 119. At home, I think he brings it. Uh, this could be his last game. For the Warriors, we'll yep. see what happens in the uh, offseason. But uh, he did have 25 points, rebounds, and assists on Monday and had 31 in his last game in San Francisco. He has a big mm -hmm. game today. He helps his team pull it out. There's going to be another game. They're going to go to game six, at least in L.A. Green has a big yep. game. It's not exactly San Francisco. Or are you talking about like a pickup game he joined in San Francisco? Is it San Francisco? San Francisco now. <laughs> All right. Over 22 and a half points, rebounds, assists. Brian, this is the one we were talking about, the adjusted line plus 480. Yeah. Warriors by 21 or more. Wow. Yeah, look, mm. I, yeah. I do like Harry's too. I like the green pick. Um, look, game two was a must win for the Warriors, right? They had to win that game. They won that game by 27. Um, this, mm -hmm. this is a game, and I, you know, I feel like it all depends how it goes early, like you were talking about in the first quarter. If this game gets out of control early, if they take a big lead right away, I think this is one of the games, maybe the Lakers just pack it in, right? We've already seen right. two of the four games have already been blowouts, right? 27-point win and a 30-point win. Clay's going to mm -hmm. be better. Uh, Poole can't be worse. I mean, uh, I, I I, mean, geez. I mean, Golden State, <laughs> I mean, I hate Poole so much even before this series. I can only imagine how much the Warriors fans hate him, but he's been... Do they have numbers on him anyway? I, no, Do they... they don't because I think they don't know if he's going to play much. I, yeah, then this right. is 
probably going to be it for him. Crazy. Uh, they probably look to trade him. And they you know also, what? Actually, Caesars does have it. You want to guess? They, they did what put his over under is? Yeah, for uh, just points. You want to guess what it is? 12 and a half. Lower. Two, two and a half. No, nine and a half. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is terrible. Nine for, and a half. He used to be like 17 and a half. I know. Mm-hmm. Think about that last year in Saturday. It really, they cut it That's in half. Saturday. Yeah, last year right. putting up 30 point games. That's cool. But here's the thing. If he goes 0 for 4 again, you don't see him the rest of the game. Yeah, that's an, right? that's an interesting one. Yeah, you're, I mean, look, yeah. he can get hot. I mean, yeah, if, if he misses the first few, his body language, talk about a guy that just does dumb things, doesn't hustle. Um, right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so when I was looking, at, I was looking at adjusted lines. So Warriors by 21 or more plus 480. I was looking at different alternates. I just thought that gave you the best value because like minus 19 and a half, which gets you to 20 mm-hmm. anyway, was like plus... 380. So you're I that one extra points jumping you all the way up to plus 480. So uh, yeah, I like I like the chances of this maybe being a blot. I'd also maybe look, maybe look at first half blots too. I like it. It'll never hit for me. I'll let you take it by it. So yeah. if I if I bet it they're winning by 18, no question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they won't get to well, 21. All right, let's take a get <laughs> I know. Uh let's take a quick break and we'll uh we'll talk NHL. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF, Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117-NEW YORK, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, hockey futures odds. This is another one. Changes every night. Who's favored to win the, the cup here? We have still a month of action, and it's the Hurricanes at 3-1 to one are favored, and the mm. Panthers are second at plus 380, and then people wonder why they fixed the NHL draft in Chicago's favor. 
Um, I don't know <laughs> that that's true, but I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but that really does seem, I, I, I couldn't blame him. Let's just say that devils, um, lose to the Kane six, one. Is that right? Parley kid. Did I write that down or is no, that that's six right. to one? That's correct. Something? They got, they got <laughs> smacked down. That's what correct. a screwball team. They really are. I mean, that now yeah. they're plus five fifty to win that series. The Canes, uh, you like the Canes, right? I mean, not only because they Yeah, and I think it just shows you that the Islanders yeah. played a pretty good series against them. Mm-hmm. Uh that's I think they played the kind of hockey you need to play against the Canes. I think the Devils a little little try to play a too wide open of a game. The Islanders could physically match up with them. Devils can't. This series is over, Sal. Maybe the Devils sneak one out, but the Canes are a team that you don't want to play. They they got a great coach in uh, Rod mm-hmm. Brindamore, and uh, boy oh boy, they just they're, they're just a tough tough team, tough team, skill and tough. And the other game last night, Stars and Kraken. That series is now tied two two. The Kraken couldn't take advantage of home ice there. They lost six three to the Stars, uh, and now that series is what do I say minus two ten for mm-hmm. the Stars, even though it's a uh, I don't know, Harry. That yeah. looks a nice it's, plus number for a team that's 2-2. What a tough uh, series to figure out. A 2-2, uh, both mm-hmm. split at home. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen either way with these games. These teams, uh, they both put up goals and quit, and then they did it quick, especially uh, Dallas last night. A lot of bunch mm-hmm. goals together. I don't know. It's a tough series to figure out. And then tonight, Toronto, Florida. Somehow Toronto down three nothing is the favorite, slight favorite, minus one fifteen, plus one oh five for Florida at home, plus six fifty for Toronto. If you think they're gonna fight uh, all the way back mm. to win this series, I'm just gonna take Florida here. I mean, plus money at home. Not that the home means anything anymore, but there's clearly no yep. hangover from upsetting the Bruins a couple weeks back. They stayed laser focused, now have a three oh lead. Um, they, they won 25 six goals, six straight, 25 goals in those six games. Harry, how many Florida players have scored in those six games? Oh, I'm going to say, uh, 12. All right. Well, that was no fun. It's nine, nine uh, <laughs> out of the 25 goals. It was nine players. But the point is you don't have to, that might be the way to do it. You don't not depending on a dry side or a, a McDavid every night, right? Yeah. Nine players in the mix. Not to mention Toronto, you know, uh, Joseph Wall took over uh, the last game. This is his first playoff start of his career in goaltending. He's 0-1 with a 385 goals against in relief. So, I don't know. I think the Panthers keep the pressure on. Harry, you have a player prop. Yeah, I'm going to go Maple Leafs, Morgan Riley uh, at minus 140 to record a point. I don't think Toronto's done just yet. Uh, They're going to have to come out guns a-blazing. Riley's been fantastic in this postseason. He's tied with Austin Matthews for second on the team and points uh, in playoff points with 11. He's had at least one point in eight straight playoff games and in six meetings against Florida this year. He scored in five of them. Give me uh, Morgan Riley, one of the most consistent players on the team in the playoffs at minus 140 to get a point. All right. And the night game, this is the more fun of the two. Edmonton, boy, again, minus 195 to win, to beat Las Vegas, plus 162 for the Knights. Vegas, minus 140 for the series. Now I'm, I'm lost what this is. Two to one, right? Two to one, Vegas leads. Two to one. Right. Uh, yeah, 195 yeah. Is, is very high. I am going to take, this is a bet boost on Caesars right now. Oilers win five to two, 16 to one odds. Um, I'm taking Brother Bry's logic from the other day for what turned out to be a horrible pick, by the way. Yeah. I think you had Edmonton <laughs> minus three. 
Is that maybe your worst pick of the year? What did they lose by? Um, they is lost that worse? By, uh, yeah, I probably have worse this year. This year, I don't know. This year, I haven't been what, great. What um, they lose that game by? Three or four? I'm trying four. to think. Was it three or four? It was four, right? So five you, one. You off by seven. It was, it was that five one. The, that's been the that's been the number for these games. Five one. Yeah. yeah. Last two games. All right. Well, I'm yeah. hoping it's five two uh, somehow. I get sixteen to one power play opportunities today. Dry side on McDavid. Don't get shut down again. I think it's an empty net or makes it five two. Take advantage of the Caesars bet boost at sixteen to one. Uh, Brian, you do like, this is interesting. Highest scoring period. First period. First plus period. 325. Plus 325. Although I will say this, there's also a line in there for a draw. You could bet a draw in there too. Mm. So, um, but game one had five goals in the first game. Two had four goals in the first game. Three had three goals in the first. The, the games have gotten pretty defensive after that. And I've gotten killed in the last two games. This is back, mm-hmm. back to back. I know Harry got screwed in game two. This back to back, I've gone over the six and a half in games two and games three. It got off to huge. Yeah. I mean, you had six goals. It was six goals in the last game with 25 mm-hmm. minutes left. No goals the last 25 minutes of the game. Come on. Come on. So, yeah. So, I'm going to jump on. I'm jumping on the first period here. Plus 325 to have the most goals. If you can get the way Edmonton plays too, they come out early. Maybe eventually uh, Vegas catches up to them defensively. But I think. You know, they have a good showing early in this game. So plus 325, highest scoring period first. Right. And I'm looking at this because first period's plus 325, second period plus 230. I understand why period three to be the high scoring period is plus 210. You get the benefit for uh, of an empty net goal uh, oftentimes happens. Why is the second period so much more likely to, or at least odds wise, to get the highest score than the first? Is the first period typically feeling out? Is that I would why say, would it be? I would say I don't, think mo- so. I don't know. I would I would say in most series, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But in general, not the not the way the playoffs have gone this year. It's definitely not been the case. No, and I'm the, with you. I don't even know why that would be though. And especially in this one, like you said, but the first yeah, period. I mean, you goals. could you could always start the period off with a penalty coming from the with first. Power but play. That's not oh yeah. Know, but that's okay, not. I, I mean, yeah. but yeah, how often yeah. you know how often does that really happen? Yeah. All right. Uh Harry, we haven't hit you on this, right? Yeah. Oh no, you yeah. you didn't do it. Uh Polly Kid, you have something. Uh Aiden Hill, is he definitely playing? I guess he has to start for this to hit. Yeah, I, yes, and I would assume he's got to be starting, Sal. I mean, he, he basically came in the other night after an early goal uh, and mm-hmm. uh, shut this uh, Edmonton, Edmonton Oilers team down. Uh, he'll be in the net tonight. Harry, former uh, uh, Coyotes uh, backup goaltender, this mm. kid, Aiden Hill. Um, Harry, the, how the, didn't you know that? I thought you went to like 12 games. You don't know that? Not this year. Oh, this year I went to those well, games when he wasn't on the team. No. Yeah, I know, but you've gone in previous yeah. years at least that much. All right, go ahead. I, they they've used a lot of goaltenders this year, in Vegas. Boy, oh boy, they've they've had a yeah a carousel of characters playing. And look, it has nothing really to do with Aiden Hill. I think he'll play a pretty strong game. I think Edmonton wins this mm-hmm. game, but I just think it comes down to Edmonton Oilers just peppering him with shots all night. Um, right. Even though Edmonton is not really a high shot volume team, they're a high goal scoring team. But they don't tend to put, uh, you know, they're not the type of team that's putting 40 to 50 shots up on a goalie. But tonight could be one of those nights where uh, this is a, a must-win game for them at home. Uh, I think yeah. they get it done. Yeah, you can get like seven in a power play. That's a good thing about Edmonton, right? If if they, uh, their power play is so strong, you can get like seven shots right there just off of one. Uh, I mean, that's a lot, but 
somewhere in there. Uh, NFL, the schedule release, the big one is tomorrow. They already leaked. Well, I guess they purposely did this. The overseas games and some others. Let's read some of these. Where is it? I just had it here. Oh, uh, okay. So Jaguars play twice in London. Back to back, Harry, right? Week four mm-hmm. and week five. They are the London team. We knew this. They played the Falcons and then they played the Bills in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, I mean, it's in the other London games, Ravens, Titans, week six. Germany game, Dolphins, Chiefs. That's a good one. Colts, Patriots, Mm. not so great. Week 10 in Germany. And so just from those, I don't know. It's just just a matter of time. How many years, Brian, would you say before London, at least London has a team? Or do they wait and give all of Europe its own division in like 10 years? Well, that's what, yeah. How does that work? I'm trying to think the amount of teams that there are, right? Because you have 32. They would add four. They they would add four more. Four. Yep. But then how does that split out? How does um I don't know. I mean, one of those right. I'm trying to th- I, I, mean, I, would, I saw this once and now I forgot exactly how it was. Somebody would have to change conferences. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One I'm of the just trying to think teams. how the AFC yeah. and NFC would work in that. But yeah, Sorry, we don't have to figure but it yeah, out. Yeah, now. yeah. No, yeah. I mean that makes sense, right? A Germany team, right? And uh, mm-hmm. UK team. Yeah, that that um uh over under Five and a half years. Five and a half before we get one team. You think that's how they'll do it? Just Jaguar stay, figure it out like that. Yeah. 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 I think they'll they'll test it that way too. But Germany gets the better games, at least the better yeah. quarterbacks mm-hmm. uh to start. Parley kid, Black Friday, Dolphins at Jets. That's a fun one. Um, you know, provided yeah. to his playing. Uh, Al Michaels already said there's gonna be a billions of dollars of merchandise sold. Just for that game. I don't know if he knows how Black Friday works, but I don't think, you know, <laughs> are you going to put the Dolphins Jets sticker on a, a Blu-ray? I don't know. I'm not sure what, how it's going to work. But, um, and then Giants, Eagles, Christmas Day, Harry, and Bengals, Chiefs, New Year's Eve. So that's good. So you get that um, Bengals at Chiefs nice. week 17 late in the season. Nice. Uh, well, regardless of what Damashek says. Can, yeah, can, can you good. believe, I, I sent you guys this in a text, but the NFL wanted to make like the Raiders, the black Friday team because of the black hole and right. And everybody else said, said no, I think like I the thought, network, yeah, I, the networks I, were saying no. It's because I mean, didn't like that. I get, I don't know. You think about That's not a lot of confidence in the Raiders. Like by the time we get to black Friday, they're not going to be good. Right. You know? <laughs> well, it's weird because now I'm trying to predict the Cowboys primetime games at least. Right. And so, you know, you could say that, but the Raiders had a, a Thanksgiving game, obviously, against the Cowboys, right? But I wonder if that slot even matters anymore. Like, they know that game's going to rate. They know at that point you're going to want to get away from relatives, right, uh, 4.30 on Eastern uh, time for Thanksgiving. So I have the Cowboys five primetime games. I have a Sunday night against the Eagles, okay. a Monday night against the Giants, I think a Sunday night against the Niners, a Thursday night, I think, against the Bills at the Bills. And then Thanksgiving versus the Jets. That might be shooting for the moon because they'll probably make that a Sunday mm. night game. But they could make it Washington, and that would be lame. But Parley Kid, it does seem like it doesn't matter who they put in that, right? It's been Giants, Raiders, Washington um, for Thanksgiving for the Cowboys. Cowboys are playing the, the Patriots on Thanksgiving. Is it announced already? Oh, really? I, could, I don't know. My, Did my, I miss my, it? Uh, 
my my uh, son, uh, we, you know, uh, I was in another text is, chain today, and my son is usually the first to break news. And oh yeah, he said Cowboys Pats Thanksgiving. Really? I have no idea. Not, not Mikey this Meatballs. Is the, this is the one that takes charges. He might have hit his head. Yeah, yeah maybe he doesn't him. know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't okay. Know. So you're a god. Uh, you're, you're a godson. There you go. Yeah, might, that's Christian. right. <laughs> he might Christian might be right. I I don't see any um news on it yet though. Michael's saying, right. saying it's speculation. Yeah. Speculation. All right. Oh. Well, we'll take that. Harry, you want to give uh well, do you want to take this moment to announce your team for the year? You root for a different team every year. I think we know how it is. This is like the worst kept secret in uh in all of Hollywood. But go ahead. Do you want a drum roll? I don't know how this works. It might be the worst secret, but listen, I, I'm going to stay in the NFC North. That's how you know a true dedicated fan, yes, who changes allegiance and goes right to the same division. Okay. I, I'm done with the Vikings. Mm -hmm. I am switching to the Detroit Lions. They're my team right. this year. I'm all in on golf. Fantastic season last year. Last nine regular season games, 15 touchdowns, zero picks. They knocked off Green Bay and knocked them out of the playoffs in the last week of the regular season. I don't know exactly what their deal was with DeAndre Swift, but they traded him. Jameer Gibbs, it's going to be fantastic running back. A management and Dan Campbell know what they're doing. They also went out and got Montgomery. They got Sam Laporta, the tight end from Iowa. The guy that I remember, uh, Muhammad Ibrahim, they got him from Minnesota Golden Gophers. They're set. And on defense, which they did have some issues last year, they went out and got Emmanuel Mosley, cornerback from San Fran, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson from Philadelphia. I'm going to tell you what, guys. Right now, I don't know about I don't know about the AFC, but in the NFC, I'm going to give you the NFC Championship game right now. It is Detroit wow. versus Philadelphia. Nah. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's not a big deal. Is that a big deal? Because I think you, you know your, saying, the team you're picking is favored yeah, to win the division. You're not really going out on a limb here. That's weird. Did you, when Harry turned the camera, I thought he was going to reveal something else, like in a line yeah. shirt or something. He just, he just, his phone oh, fell. His, his phone fell, I this. guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving game. They're going to be playing mm -hmm. Justin Fields and the Bears. They're going to have a Sunday night right. game at Kansas City, another Sunday or Monday night game at Dallas, and maybe another game at home against Brian Traders. I, I don't another game at home that would, where would that be Thursday night? I'm just saying <laughs> probably Thursday night. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't like Harry's pick because everybody loves the lines. Yeah, everybody loves, everybody the lines. loves the lines. This is what you're doing. They're plus plus one forty five to win the North. Um, and there you go. You, yeah, you talked about all the guys they picked up and they picked you up as a fan. So that's got to count as a negative, right? Baby face. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it, it, I guess restore the chore, restore the, we got to figure out what, what, Restore the s'more. I haven't had time to think about it. All right. Yeah. They don't have to make those Thanksgiving games that great. That's, that's the whole thing, right? It's the night game. That's usually the better matchup, whether it's Pittsburgh, Baltimore, or the, you know, the bills against the Patriots when they were still okay, but still exciting, still exciting. All right, Harry, congratulations on the new team. I hope uh, Ken buys you all the paraphernalia you need from Detroit. That's going to be fun. You and Martin Weiss. Um, defensive Rookie of the Year. We did Offensive Rookie of the Year the other day. Defensive Rookie of the Year has been all over the place in recent years. You, you know, you want to, I do at least, I want to attack this at an angle of uh, good rookies that end up on 
teams that are going to get TV exposure that have an edge, but that's not been the case lately. Two Jets have won in the last decade, including Sauce Gardner, obviously, in 2022. Position-wise, it's also all over the place. Two defensive tackles, yeah. two defensive ends, three cornerbacks, two linebackers, Parley Kid, including uh, Micah Parsons a couple years back. Yep. In a way, you're throwing darts. And my dart landed on Tyree Wilson, Bry. There you go. Nice. Tyree Wilson plus 650. He's behind Jalen Carter and Will Anderson, who are five to one. He's third at plus 650. I mean, Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. I know I'm not telling you anything. Um, that that's nice. That's a nice complimentary piece right there. And it's gonna open up a lot of lanes. Dare I say he have eight, nine, 10, 12 sacks, Bry, and wins this award. I mean, that, that's a nice path to this award, getting sacks, getting pressures. He actually had a higher pressure rate than Will Anderson last year. And I just think he's a better athlete out of the two plus six fifty, Brian. There you go. I like it. I like it. You All want, right. you want me to get mine? Um, yeah, yeah. You don't like it as much as Jack Campbell. Well, Jack Campbell, <laughs> 25 to one, right? I look the lions picks for as much. I, I like the lions too. I like their team, but I, you know, I what about now that Harry announced I he's a fan? You I, know, change it? I might want to change it, but I didn't love their draft, right? I, you, you draft mm-hmm. a running back. And then at, at 18, you draft, you draft Jack Campbell, who's a linebacker who, Granted, I it's it's like taking another running back, I feel like, in that top 20 of the draft. But that yeah. being said, this is a guy who definitely could win defensive rookie of the year. Look, was the Big Ten um defensive yeah. mm-hmm. player of the year. He's gonna start from the get-go. Um, he's he's gonna have a ton of tackles. This guy does go all over the field. And you know, as defensive player of the years, as we know, like it could be. It could be anybody, right? I mean, I think three of the last eight, three of the last eight have been cornerbacks too. So I was thinking Witherspoon at first, but you know, um, at nine to one, but yeah, to win this award, you really need, you know, you need to get a few, to, few interceptions. I don't know, you know, maybe they won't even throw it Witherspoon. Who knows? Yeah. But, but Campbell, 20, crapshoot. 25 to one, I thought was good value for a guy who's yeah. definitely going to be asked to do a lot for them defensively. Some big numbers there for sure. Uh, how are you going with uh, Will Anderson, one of the favorites, five to one? Trade yeah, it up to get him. He was a third, you're right, exactly. Third pick overall after Houston traded with Chicago. Going to get plenty of playing time there. I thought he should have went first to Chicago. I mentioned that a few pods back. Uh, Bears defense gave up 25 points or more every game after they traded Roquan Smith. And again, Anderson's going to be, he's quick. He's going to deliver in Houston. And it's got a chip on his shoulder because uh, I think he should have went number one to Chicago and Chicago didn't want him. I think he has a big, big rookie season. All right. Parlay kid, homegrown Joey Porter Jr. Um, he was, he was, you know, Joey Porter carrying him around the stadium when he was like eight years old. It's a great story. What kind of odds you get on him? 22 to one, Sal. Mm. Uh, on Porter for defensive rookie of the year. I, I like him for a few reasons here, at the, especially at these odds. One, uh, he's going to be playing in a defense that's always good, right? They're they're, they're always, no matter who yeah. they put out there, it seems like their defense is good. He's got a prototypical size, what you want in your D-back, 6'2", 195. Um, that's fantastic. The only knock on him is that uh, he didn't uh, intercept the ball at Penn State. But, um, you know, Sauce Gardner won this award with two interceptions last year. I think Porter mm-hmm. immediately is going to be a plug-and-play guy. He's gonna. He could be an absolute shutdown guy for this uh, Steelers defense. He's got a chip on his shoulder because he slid to the second round, and he also wants to prove that uh, the Steelers didn't take him just because of his name. So I think he's got a lot to play for this year. Uh, Tomlin uh, will put him in uh, great spots 
And I think he uh, will be very super successful on a mm-hmm. Steeler team. Uh, and one, he's got name recognition too. And on a Steelers team, that's probably uh, going to have a pretty good year this year. So let's take let's take right. him at 22 to one now. All right. I'm not even going to tell Damashek you're back in that. That'll be a whole other hour conversation. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is tough for the cornerback because you either have to have a lot of interceptions, right? Or you have to just um, give up no touchdowns. You have to be shut down. It really mm-hmm. is a tough job uh, for especially yep. a rookie quarterback, cornerback, whereas like a Tyree Wilson or Will Anderson could just get a free run at the at the QB, you know, and, and, and get numbers that way. Uh, Parley kid, no Mozzie Smith, 30 to one. DeMarvian Overshone, 100 to one. I More thought Cowboys about magic Smith from the yeah. Cowboys just because if the Cowboys run defense is greatly improved, he's going to get a lot of recognition for it. I just don't think he'll make enough of a splash uh, yeah. playing defensive tackle. All right. These are fun. Um, Orlovsky, speaking of Lions, Harry, Dan Orlovsky says Sam Darnold could lead the 49ers back to the NFC championship. What do you think of, of you know, fellow Lion? Right there. Right. Um, I, look, I like Orlovsky too. Um, look, this, the San Francisco roster for quarterbacks, you got Darnold, Lance, Purdy, and that, and Brian and Allen. Look, anything is possible. Look what Purdy did with San Francisco last year. San Francisco still a solid squad. Championship is a bit strong for a guy who's never really come close to even tasting a playoff game. Mm. But in fairness to Darnold, when he wow. did play this last is, year. Wow. This is a week. This is weak. This is weak. This is bigger, bigger announcement than the Lions, whatever this you're is, about to do. He here. looked the best that he has in the NFL in six years. It didn't look like a total train wreck. How about that? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying a championship, but I'm saying he played his best football in okay. six years. No, you you're you're hedging your bet right there. That's no, what yeah. I'm doing. I mean you're not hedging. True. Like you you've you've said for no. years he's a bum. Like the worst of the worst, the worst of the worst right now, the worst of the worst. He played his best football in six years last year. You kind of, you (laughs) kind of took the easy way out there, but it was his best. A little bit. Spain has made you soft, softer. I'll say. Yeah, that was, that was, that was soft by Harry. What do you want me to say? He did play okay the season. Yeah. Interesting. The turnovers weren't really there. Well, Maybe face. so you're saying he's turned into a pretty decent NFL quarterback. No, I, I know. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is his stats were okay last year and the turnovers were down. That's all I'm saying. Championship. No. Okay. That's fair. Babyface, does this trouble you at all? I mean, it's like three things you can count on in life, and Harry hating Sam Donald was one of them. Well, I'd say that Harry has his eyes wide open, but we know that it's not possible. <laughs> That's so, not the case. But he's yeah. opening his eyes. I like that he's opening his eyes. He's giving okay. Sam Donald a chance, and uh, we already know he, right. he he is out on it because he's already picked his NFC championship, and we're not even in June yet. So, Oh, that's true. true. Yes, true. we haven't even hit the middle of May. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll talk some baseball, and then we'll get out of here. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. 
better because it has to be. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Uh, all right, this is a dream. Mookie Betts booked an Airbnb because uh, the Dodgers are on the road to Milwaukee and he didn't want to stay in a haunted hotel where the rest mm. of the uh, team is staying. Actually, no Milwaukee and heard about this uh, uh, particular hotel. And uh, I guess it's too spooky for Mookie, but um, we may have found the baby face. You think this should be a cap of consequence for uh, Michael? We owe him one for, for um, his big whiff on the pirates. I can tell you that I, I would not want to do this. I would not want to stay in uh, athletes. Nothing gets in their head. And and the fact that so many, including Bryce nothing Harper, gets in their head. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. there's a, even Giancarlo Stan, there's, it, it just sounds like, there's been mm-hmm. a lot of case studies and athletes do not want to stay here. And I, you know, I know Harry wouldn't stay there. There's no way the pillows, even if the pillows are bad, he wouldn't stay there. You throw in being haunted. I don't think he'd, right. he'd be staying there. Yeah. The sheets have holes in them with big, uh, <laughs> big ghosts underneath. Yeah, I, could, so, I, could, I could also uh, scare the ghosts when I, when I'm naked. So. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Harry will scare the ghost. that, you know, they should send Harry in as a ghost whisperer. He scares the bejesus <laughs> out of actual ghosts. Uh, Mikey Meatballs, if we send you to Mil- Milwaukee for a couple of days, would you stay at this place? I mean, I guess. I think the the bigger <laughs> cap of consequence would have to be getting on a plane and going to Milwaukee. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not good. It's uh, it, you're right. It's not. It used to be Midwest Express. It, was, it would go straight through, and you'd get a, like a chocolate chip cookie, hot. And that was uh, good. But yeah, you're right. Uh, I, it's, uh, I that is the tough I part. I tell you, you know who this would be awful for, guys. Who? Eddie. There's no Eddie in a haunted house. They, uh, oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I can. Oh, just, he doesn't like it. I can Michael just, would love this. It. Michael would love that. Yeah, this is That'd easy for Michael because he loves that horror stuff. But yeah, this yeah, would be right. too too scary right. for Eddie, man. Too scary. Also, it's bullshit. That's the other thing. That's the other part of it. We got to remember. <laughs> it's another thing that's BS. The Mets lose again, seven six last night. Buck got tossed. Buck Showalter. That's fun. Kick some dirt. Pick up the bases and toss them. Well, the bases are bigger now, so it might be tough for a sixty six <laughs> years old. So I don't know. Get some get some life into this team. My God, if they're going to lose four to six to the Reds and Nationals, I don't hmm. know. Is that all? Kick Buck, some dirt is just that on the Buck team. Is, is he's only? I think 66. he's sixty six, right? Wait. Joel, you want to check that? I think that wait, I know. It's, wait, uh, so it's when weird. he was coaching the Yankees, he was in his late thirties. So ninety four was when he was. That was the good year, or that was the yeah, year he was, it was fired. Almost Thirty years yeah. ago, I mean, it was twenty yeah, right. twenty nine years ago. Buck was only yeah. in his late thirties. Yeah, in his thirties, thirty seven. My guy, he's always, yeah, he's sixty six he now. He looks exactly the same. I know. Uh, wow. Alonzo, 12th home run. He's now four to one to win the home run title. Muncie is tied with, uh, Pete Alonzo with 12. He has, ten, it's, his odds are 10 to one. Interesting. Harry 10 to one for Muncie on a roll and judge parlay kid only five to one right behind Alonzo, hmm. even though he's six behind. Um, they don't, they're not giving you any, any leeway with this judge, but he returned to the lineup. Oh, for three with two RBIs yesterday. And now I'm seeing the Yankees blew this. They're losing 12-11 in the eighth uh, to the A's. 
How about Volpe with his first career Grand Slam, Joel? I saw that. First career Grand Slam. I saw one for four, a run and four RBIs. I said, please don't be a Grand Slam. I'm like, yep, there it is. Oh, he's he's like dead center. He's, dead Darren, he's center. only like one, up, one behind Jeter now. Oh, <laughs> is that true? I don't know. It's judge, true. Is, <laughs> judge two for three today. They're getting it back. They're slowly getting it back. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. this, this Oakland team is... Oakland. This is one of the, the worst teams I've ever seen put together, but they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're going to sweep them. And uh, yep. that's what you need to do. Everybody else has been able to run up their records on teams like this. So, right, of course. You just got to take care of what's in front of you. Yeah, they are that's bad. The though. Eight, eight, eight and 29. Yeah, five and 14. They're actually worse at home in front of those 40 fans, DAs. What does that make them? Three and 15. Anyway. All right. So that's where we are in uh, baseball. I don't know. I don't have a lot uh, more to say. But it's uh, anything else? Harry, your, your eyes okay? Better today than yesterday. Better. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I have another email before we get out of oh, here. Oh no! I, yeah, I think so. I do like the. <laughs> this is it is exciting summer for Harry. He's the only person that travels to more countries than the Jacksonville Jaguars. So really, <laughs> we got to get those shirts. The London Jags. <laughs> he is. He's the Jacksonville Jackass. <laughs> that should be his team. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's from Kevin. This is cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Kevin McGuigan. Sorry for mispronouncing uh, that. Harry has wealthy friends that schlep him around the world in first class style, and he orders extra food for home on someone else's dime. There's a strong chance he is Stern Show regular Ralph Sorello's long lost, more stoutly built brother. If you're not familiar with Ralphie, just ask Jimmy. Yeah, that's not a compliment, Harry. That's, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's Howard Stern's um, uh, hairdresser, basically, oh. kind of just a hanger on her. My yeah. gosh. Yeah. My gosh, uh, Harry. I don't know what to say. nothing to say. He doesn't know what to say. That's perfect. I mean, it, there you go. It's, it's all you facts in that last one. of those friends, I guess. So I don't know. Maybe you're partly at fault. Because why? You said at the beginning the the uh, what'd you call? What did he basically call Ken? And that what'd you say? What was it? What did he title him? He said uh, he has wealthy friends that schlep him around the world in first class style. Uh, you're, you, you know, you've done me pretty good sometimes. <laughs> What the hell are you talking about? All right. We're going to get, give Harry a chance to catch his breath, open his eyes. Uh, that does it for another episode of Against All Odds. We're coming back tomorrow, right? Thursday night. I think we'll do towards the end of the Denver-Phoenix game. We'll be back for that. For uh, Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal. Thanks so long, and happy handicapping. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na